0: So I was on the Kitchen Counter podcast recently. You probably know it. Roger Anderson is the host. It's really great. I was on there talking about the reverse sear technique, which is one of my favorite cooking techniques, and we got into talking about doing chicken and ribs for a crowd and how you could apply the idea behind the reverse sear to really make that super easy for yourself. And so since we know that Memorial Day is coming right up, it is this coming weekend, I thought it was a great time to tell you how I do these, essentially, reverse sear ribs that make your barbecue party so much easier. So when I say sear, I don't mean like putting it in a pan, throwing it in a pan. I just mean the meaning of sear where a really high heat is being applied to something and reverse sear is because we're applying the heat at the end. That's what we're doing here. And the brilliant thing about these ribs is that you're actually cooking them low and slow in the oven so they're really juicy. But most importantly, you know for sure that they are fully cooked. Then you can sauce them, put them in the fridge, and when you're ready to serve them to guests, you take them out of the fridge, let them come to room temperature a little bit, and then divide them into the ribs. If you haven't already, like cut them into the individual ribs or two ribs per serving, however you like to do it. Then they go on the hot grill or under the broiler if you don't want to use the grill, but we're barbecuing, right? Memorial Day. So on that hot grill, they're going right over the direct heat just until they're a little charred on each side and warmed through. Transfer them to a Plate and serve them. They're ready. So you see what I mean? They're just really, really for sure done. You're not fussing about it. And you know that everybody's going to love these because they were cooked low and slow and they have the char flavor, right? So you're going to preheat the oven to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. You're going to get your ribs out. If you're using baby back ribs, you don't have to do anything to them. If you're using St. Louis style ribs, you do need to trim them. And I'll put a link to showing you how to do that because they just have these like little, little wee pin bones along the top and you don't want people to accidentally end up eating those. So you trim those off. Also, the St. Louis style sometimes have a silver skin on the back that can make them tough. So you might want to remove that. I'll link to that for you. So you have those ribs out. You have your oven preheating to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. You're going to make a little mix of like a dry rub. It's brown sugar, kosher salt, smoked paprika, garlic powder, mustard powder, ground cumin, and some red pepper flakes, which are optional if you don't want any heat in there. So it's got a little bit of sweet. It's got the smokiness from the smoked paprika, a little garlic, some mustard powder has quite a bit of heat. The cumin, again, some smokiness there, and then a little bit of spicy heat for the red pepper flakes. You see what I mean? Kind of all those different flavor components there. Now, mix that all together in a bowl, and then you get your ribs onto a large piece of aluminum foil and sprinkle them on both sides with that mixture. Wrap the racks of rib up tightly in your aluminum foil and put them on a nice big sheet pan, and then they go into the oven for quite a while. For baby back ribs, it's like one and a half to two hours. St. Louis ribs tend to be a little little bit bigger and sometimes a little bit tougher, so two to two and a half hours. It's that nice low temperature, 300 Fahrenheit, until they're like not quite falling off the bone but pretty tender. I don't like them all the way to fall off the bone, especially if I'm grilling them because then they're going to be falling off the bone on the grill and you don't want that. So having a little bit more texture to them is a great idea. At that point, take the pan out of the oven and let the ribs cool for about 15 minutes. This just sets the juices so that when you start cutting them, there's not like liquid going all over the place. Then if you are serving them soon, you can cut them into their portions, into those ribs, brush them with whatever barbecue sauce or whatever sauce you want to do, and then they go on that hot grill. Like I said, it's just a few minutes per side until they're nice and charred in places, and all these ones, because you didn't chill them, are probably going to be heated through really quickly, right? The alternative is to put them in the fridge straight from the oven. You just let them cool a little bit, or if you want to, you can let them cool for that little bit, cut them into their individual ribs, sauce them, and then refrigerate them, and then you know when you pull them out, they're ready to to go straight onto the grill. So all those options are possible. Okay, I'll put the link to this recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. I will also put a link to my grilling section from Cook the Story and the summer section in case you're looking for more ideas for planning your Memorial Day, cookout, barbecue. There's lots of great barbecue side dishes, other grilling techniques, all kinds of great stuff to make that planning easier for you. So I'll put those links in the show notes for you also. Alrighty, let's get cooking.